0: Hey everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Yes, I've been doing a lot of uh, podcasts today because it's Labor Day, and so I had an opportunity. And of course, it's the Monday after the biggest weekend when it comes to wrestling. You had so many things going on. NXT had their... Uh, premium life of it, I would say that still because WWE dealing with uh, Worlds Collide or something, something like that, whatever the heck it was called <laughs> I ain't watch it because it's, it's NXT <laughs> and you had WWE's Clash at the Castle on Saturday and of course AEW's All Out on Sunday, so a lot happened <laughs> so, I just came here to talk about a video that I just seen put up by Russell Lanier, and just let the video play, and I'm gonna give the answer to this. So you don't have to worry about listening to the whole video. Of course not, but. Let's just listen to the video, and you can see where I'm going to go with this. So, without further ado, let's let it go.
1: What all WWE fans in the UK can say is, "What the f?" Join us now as Wrestlemania looks at why the WWE missed out on one of the biggest opportunities it had. Be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell for daily wrestling videos and follow us on Facebook for exclusive lists. Also check out WrestleAmb.co.uk and our non-wrestling channel. Incredible! at the Castle, the WWE's first premium live event in the UK in 30 years, proved to be a bit of a disappointment, not because of the quality of wrestling, but because of the way the WWE treated its UK fans with the show's booking and high-priced tickets. The WWE denied the fans of seeing a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, i.e. witnessing a world championship change hands, effectively reducing an overpriced event into a bit of a glorified house show.
0: I told you. <laughs> I told you that one. Dead. Because c- certain matches left a stank. <laughs> the Edge match was definitely one of them. They ain't gonna say it. But that Edge match was a stinker Because you've been setting up this whole thing with Real Ripley being finally attacked by a dude. And you're still holding on to it for so long. God damn what you it having at WrestleMania. Oh, what a surprise. What a WrestleMania-like surprise. Somebody actually attacked Rhea Ripley. Even though she's been attacking men since the beginning of the year. Yay. Hooray. Come on, be real. Just, Just deck the damn bitch. Just do it. Shit. Get over it. The biggest case of blue balls I've ever seen. Anyway, let's let the video continue.
1: The WWE's booking of the main event, having Reigns retain the title yet again through the usual Tribal Chief shenanigans, was all it took to reduce the show from a treasured moment to something fans would rather forget ever happened. However, as we'll see, there are additional reasons why Clash at the Castle failed the UK fans.
0: No joke. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say the same thing. But of course, there's reasons. I'm gonna let play some more, then I'm gonna go ahead and, you know.
1: Firstly, business as usual. Instead of giving the UK fans what they wanted, or Drew winning a title at least, the WWE gave them more of the same, Roman Reigns stealing a win through underhanded tactics. After two years, it's just so tired, and again, this could have been a triumph for McIntyre and the UK fans who were clearly behind him. While it goes without saying that Drew had the hometown crowd. The case can be made that this was also a chance to revisit Drew as a main eventer in front of crowds. The WWE had crafted the perfect opportunity for Reigns to lose the title, Bereft of his cousins Jay and Jimmy and Paul Heyman still out of commission, Mm -hmm. the head of the table found himself on his own and clearly off his game. A win by Drew could have led to a storyline of Reigns regrouping and asking if he needs the bloodline. At that point, it would make sense to introduce Solo Sokoa, strengthening the group. On the other hand, the WWE could turn Reigns babyface and have him go solo. Either way, a Reigns loss could have done more for the Tribal Chief than another win. But as we'll see, the WWE's fixation on keeping Reigns as champion has become a problem as witnessed by Clash's disappointing finish. The Championship Obsession WWE seems obsessed with keeping the Undisputed Championship around Roman Reigns' waist. The conventional wisdom seems to be that the WWE wants Reigns to have the title win and if he wrestles the Rock at WrestleMania 39. At this point it makes no sense as Reigns no longer needs the championship. First, WrestleMania 39 is nearly sold out so there's no need to add anything to a dream match. Second, the WWE had the option of taking the belt off Reigns for some time and having him regain it before Mania. Third, even if Reigns goes into WrestleMania's champ, does anyone think the WWE will even put the belt on the Rock? Had they destroy Drew? No discussion of Clash is complete without looking at how the WWE ruined Drew McIntyre's character and his chance of returning to the main event. Drew Drew's career has been hit and miss ever since he was drafted from Raw to Smackdown. He went from being a two-time WWE Champion on Raw to feeding with wrestlers such as Happy Corbin on the blue brand. Clash at the castle offered the WWE a chance to restore him to the main event. There's one thing that Cody Rhodes' injury has shown is that the WWE is sorely lacking in babyfaces. A win by Drew, who's never had the chance to prove himself during the pandemic, could have given a major rub and given both Raw and Smackdown a top babyface, not to mention a full-time champion. Instead McIntyre became yet the latest victim to the bloodline, looking like a sap with nowhere to go from here but down. It's been taught that the WWE wants to use Roman to elevate whoever defeats him to the top, but so far every wrestler who reigns as defeated has seen their stock drop the WWE of main event stars who the fans can get behind, but there are already fans who are bored with Reigns' repetitive as champion and who's to say how much value there will be in putting the belt on someone new. Let's just look at the Raymond Reigns hit list. It's Drew McIntyre now, Brock Lesnar, Riddle, Goldberg, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, John Cena, Edge, Rey Mysterio, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Braun Strowman and The Fiend. Well, can we really put The Fiend in that list? Well, that's up to you to decide. This was a wasted opportunity. The importance of Clash at the castle cannot be overstated. As we pointed out in a recent article on our website, Clash had the power to help increase the already healthy enthusiasm for the WWE product in the UK, including building anticipation for future live events, including annual premium live events in the UK or elsewhere in Europe. Clash also could have led to an overall increase in the fans' enthusiasm as a new Arab gang with a more active world champion. This in turn could have helped the WWE with its ratings, which are all the more important as the WWE's television rights deals comes up for renewal. Finally, Clash at the Castle could have helped the WWE when it markets NXT Europe. But the WWE's gone from goodwill to ill-will. The WWE had the UK fans eating out of its hand when it announced Clash at the Castle. Despite incredibly high-priced tickets, as some bands describe them as ridiculously priced, Box Office sales were strong. Uh, keep in mind that the tickets went on sale before Triple H took over in the WWE's creative department so there wasn't more momentum from the regime change. And I believe that fans flocked to the event just to see the first premium live event held in the UK in decades. There was no other reason to go as the WWE had not announced any matches when their tickets went on sale. But with one poor decision, the WWE destroyed the goodwill it created when it announced Clash at the Castle would pit Drew McIntyre against Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Championship. Granted there are no guarantees in wrestling. But the WWE was sending every signal that the Scottish warrior was going to defeat Reigns and give the fans a memory that would last a lifetime. But what will the consequences be? At this point the WWE better hope the fans don't let this memory last a lifetime as it could be a long time before the WWE Universe pays a small fortune for what is in hindsight a glorified house show. Other than Dominic Mysterio turning heel, there was nothing important that took place at this show. Sure, the WWE threw the UK fans are a home by reuniting Imperium, but that was hardly the big moment fans were waiting to see. Fan loyalty is a difficult thing to gauge. Some of the fans who attended Clash in the Castle are likely wondering if the WWE took advantage of them. If we didn't see any title changes here, why would we see any in the future if WWE plans to have an annual event here in the UK every year? The question is whether these fans will stay angry and tune out of the promotion, or come back after a few weeks of stewing over the latest WWE job.
0: So, anyway, as you can hear, a lot of problems going on. Because after two years, people started getting bored of the same, same old, same old. Even if they want to have Roman continue to have the belts, you gotta do things differently. We had a feel of the Usual ref bumps, and here comes the Usos to save the day. It's been played for literally two fucking years. Seriously, so much so that it's actually hurt Roman Reigns later as a as a champion. If you ask anybody in wrestling. Where would you rank Roman Reigns as a champion, as a wrestler? He's not going to come close to those ruthless aggression era, you know, those to era gods. We already know that. Not a lot of people that's wrestling today come close to that. John Moxley definitely is the type of person like that, right? Brian Danielson definitely like that, right? Those people make it. But Roman Reigns. Hell no. Because he needs too many ref bumps. To be taken seriously. I mean for real. He does. But. What did I tell you? The answer to this is. Stop watching fucking Roman Reigns. When he pops up. If it's not. Cody Rhodes. I've been saying that for so long. I don't care who it is. If it's not Cody Rhodes, I'm not watching. Wake me up after Roman Wings wins due to the use of another rough bump. Or the Usos interfering. Wake me up once that happens. Now this well the fucking solo Uso, I got call them you got Jimmy J John Uso you know, John Uso over there he's only important because now they get to get rid of Sami Zayn and set up for the eventual tag team titles to be taken off of the Usos and given to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn And once it's taken off for the Usos and put on them, now you have a credible team that can lose every once in a while. Right? So you can keep the rotation of the championships. So, Roman is not losing until maybe WrestleMania. It doesn't mean he's going to have to go against The Rock. People think he's going to have a match with The Rock. Like an actual match. Let's not forget what happened. See, she's asleep right now. But, if she was up. I would just ask her, you know, hey, remember what happened during WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. How did that match start? How did that match happen? Kevin Owens cut promos Up and down. Literally into Wrestlemania. And then Stone Cold just showed up. At Wrestlemania. Had a little talk. Had a little chat. Had a little fight. Led to an impromptu match. And beat Kevin Owens. Done. Right? What's saying? That's not going to happen. Who's not saying... You know, who's not saying that instead of a match happening, you just need a moment. See, people keep forgetting about that WrestleMania moment. Not every WrestleMania moment is created because of a match or a person having a match. Sometimes a moment is just that, a moment during another match. What? How do you think it's going to happen? I mean, seriously, I'm just telling you. How do you think this is going to happen? It's, the year is the year's going to end? December. Roman Reigns is champion. He's going to cut the promos of yet again. Here's another year. Let I'm ho ho ho. Merry Christmas. 2023 is up. I got the belts as usual. Everyone thought I was going to lose at cash in the Castle. Everybody thought I was going to lose at this this event. I'm not ever going to lose. I'm keeping these titles forever. Right? Thank that. <laughs> Thank that. Yay. <Yeah. laughs> right? Cody Rhodes is back. The whole thing happened with the Royal Rumble. He got that. You're going to have that match at the Royal Rumble. We had that match there. He had to win the Royal Rumble. we going to have the match point to the WrestleMania sign that the papyrus go off. Trust me, believe me, it's going to guarantee to happen. You know, papyrus go off, bam, hey, he has a match at WrestleMania. Right? If it's not that way, he's going to find the fucking way to be in that damn match. Trust me, believe me. If he don't win the Royal Rumble and do it, it's going to be something that is going to lead him to being in that Royal, being at that, you know, match at the end of the uh, year for WWE that when everything changes and turns around. WrestleMania. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's going to leave him being there in the main event. What do you think it's gonna is going to happen? Cody Rhodes is going to be the, the next notch on the list. Right? Because what you think is going to happen? Oh, ref bump. Right? <laughs> rough bump happy guess what you think it's going to be the end no this time it's different the Usos come out Cody Rose fighting against them it's literally like four on one while the battling going on what you going to hear going to hear that certain thing come up and you're going to hear that certain sound, that beautiful music happening. A person just asking a beautiful, beautiful question of if you smell what the rock is cooking and who's going to come running down that rack? say Cody Rhodes but none other than the Roma Bull himself the Rock he's gonna go there he's gonna lay a smack down on all the Usos you know all of Roman Reigns family bloodline all the way down to the Wild Samoans <laughs> this going to give a chance for Cody Rhodes to win right by the referees down in the rock and Cody Rhodes is laying a smackdown on the Usos all around the ring Gats are going to pop up while Roman Reigns is down, more likely because Cody Rhodes landed at the crossroads. None other than A-Town Down. Oh hell yeah, you're gonna hear that. A Town Down. And here comes goddamn Austin Theory bum rushing down to the ring. What's gonna happen? He brings with him a already conscious wrath. He goes here, cashes in. Paul Heyman lost his mind. He's like, oh my god. Roman Reigns has been pinned for the first time in over two and a half years. Austin Theory goes out there holding the belts in the air. But what happens? Oh! Paul Heyman quickly grabs a mic. No, 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 no. Not like this, theory. Not like this. Put one of those belts down. what? Yup. If you read the contract theory, you know that the money in the bank contract allows you to have a title shot. At either the WWE or Universal Championship, not both. So you only get one. Trying to save Roman Reigns' the belt, the crowd boos. <clears throat> Austin Theory runs off and won the belt. More likely, the Universal Championship going to SmackDown. You know, by this time. Cody Rhodes is in the ring, his match still continues. Roman Reigns get the fuck up. You know, he probably lands a spear on Cody on Cody Rhodes thinking it's over, or Superman, a bunch other fucking maneuver he does. It's not. <laughs> Cody kicks out, the match continues. Cody again beats now. Roman Reigns in the middle of the ring now the, that the Usos have been taken care of by the rock. <laughs> right? Bam. He beats. Roman Reigns for the last title he has. So not only does he get pinned once. He gets pinned twice. At Wrestlemania. Leaving. With two L's. That's how it's going to happen. If you can't see it. That way. Something wrong with you. He's going to hold on to the belts. All the way until Wrestlemania. Literally until Cody Rhodes basically come back anyway. That's the only person he's guaranteed 100% to lose to, because his loss will push Cody Rhodes metaphorically push Cody Rhodes up. Even though again, like they said, beating Roman Reigns right now will do you nothing. (laughs) <laughs> right no longer is he really relevant because of the continuous rough bumps that he needs to have to win we don't see Roman Reigns as a good competitor as a real decent wrestler his wrestling stock his importance to wrestling has dropped because of the continuous rough bumps he needs and it's really WWE's fault because every time he needs a rough bump really well he doesn't because he beat Goldberg clean, at least. But really. But that's the reason why. I told you before and I'll tell you again. Until Cody Rhodes comes back, don't watch anything that deals with the bloodline. That's why a lot of times I turn the channel or put the mute button on my TV and probably do the podcast or just talking to my fiance when the uh Uso's or the bloodline is on. I don't give a fuck about Roman. He's not important. I wanna see everybody else. <laughs> you know, seriously, I don't <laughs> don't give a fuck about him. They're gonna have you lose at WrestleMania, they're gonna have you lose at WrestleMania. That's gonna happen. So, truth be told, like, I mean, that's the reason why he's taking some time off. I mean try to cut down on some of the bullshit that he's going to get anyway. Since it's guaranteed he's going to only lose at WrestleMania, I wouldn't wrestle either. Now I'm seeing it. I take it back from me, Roman. I would, do, I would do the same thing. Change my contract. I would do the same. If I'm not going to lose until literally WrestleMania, <clears throat> then don't show me and have me show up until WrestleMania. You can keep paying me, but why am I going to wrestle and have a chance of injuring myself if my importance is only until WrestleMania? If that's the case, yeah. <laughs> Keep him off the goddamn show. Artificially inflate his damn t- champ- uh, time of champion all he want. It doesn't fucking matter. He's only going to lose at WrestleMania anyway to Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so yeah, doesn't fucking matter. He's only losing to Cody Rhodes. But yes, he's not going to have a match with the Rock, more likely. If it is, going to be something impromptu. It's not going to involve the titles. Right? He's only losing to Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so that's the thing. Losing only to Cody, maybe they're definitely gonna have something to do with The Rock. The Rock is gonna beat there. He's not gonna, if the match is gonna happen, it's not gonna be for the belts. So it might be an impromptu match after the whole situation's happen, you know, or Austin Theory wins the shit. Cody Rose on the next Monday destroys Austin Theory. It's a bunch of different ways to do this real truthfully is just not going to be he's not losing to Wrestlemania basically that's the basic end all be all if you want to go with that because the only person he would lose to is Cody Rhodes so that's the answer and I want to do this because I've been, I've been tired of hearing people moaning growing bickering bitch and about what happened I'm like it was a foregone conclusion they put the rumors out there because they needed people to continue to watch now you know going in he's not going to be at Extreme Rules in the fucking first place he's not showing up until Wrestlemania Survivor Series I don't even give a shit I wouldn't, like, he may be there. It's a big name event. He may. But if he is, if he ain't, I mean, hopefully he is. And do like I said. And they finally actually have, a, have that meme of a match between Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns. I would love to see him actually go out there. I'm I'm serious. I might actually somehow go onto his page and actually tell Roman at, at Survivor Series. Go out there and pin yourself. <laughs> pin yourself. The fans will eat this up. The the heat you will get from doing something so asinine is unbelievable. They may actually start throwing trash in the ring. (laughs) They actually throw trash in the ring for how much heat you will be able to generate from that. It will actually be felt. (laughs) So the heat will actually be so real... It will manifest into actual physical radiating heat. <laughs> I mean, that because I would just love to see that because only WWE can do it. AEW is not the AEW's not type type of uh, promotion to do it. They don't they don't have the gun they don't have the gumption to ask assholes to do it. Well, Jericho, but <laughs> they don't have the championship caliber assholes to do it. Right? <laughs> they will actually go out there. Known for the fact that they're a champion. And they're going to go against the champion. But since they got both belts. Their opponent will have to be themselves. And. The only person. That will theoretically. Legitimately by law. Have beaten Roman Reigns. Other than uh, Seth Rollins. But pinned Roman Reigns. would be Roman Reigns. (laughs) Think about that. Think about how much heat that would create. How many how much booze they would that that, that that Roman would get that he went all the way into the main event and Roman Reigns happened to show the fuck up and he does this most healish maneuver possible by going out there, laying on the mat. And Paul Heyman forcing the poor pathetic referee to go ahead and count one, two, three for Roman Reigns. <laughs> and he forced the referee to have to hold Roman Reigns' hand up and declare the winner to be Roman Reigns. <laughs> this will be perfect. This would be seriously perfect. I would love to fucking see this shit. I'm serious. I'm serious. They should do this. I know WWE wouldn't, but damn. That type type of thing would be good. You know, you only see something like that during the Attitude Era. But yes. That, I, I would love to... I would actually pay money to see that. To see Roman Reigns go out there and do something like that. So much... That's something that's so heelish. (laughs) Something so heelish it doesn't make any sense. You know. Like, oh, Roman Reigns pinned Roman Reigns. But anyway, I finally gave you guys the answer. The reason why Roman Reigns will never lose until like WrestleMania is because he's only going to lose to none other than Cody Rhodes. And you know, that's the thing. He's only gonna lose him. So. But hook by crook joining me Cody Rhodes. And more likely only at WrestleMania. So the L is only gonna come then. Now, they may change up the way that's going to happen, maybe just at WrestleMania, and it'll be, you know, Austin Theory catching the belts, catching the uh, briefcase. That could happen, yeah, I can see that, but, you know, other than that, the only thing else I can see is him just plainly losing to Cody Rhodes. It can be with the help of The Rock. But real and truthfully. He ain't losing anytime soon. You know. We all know when he was going to lose. And how he can lose. So don't fall for that shit again. We, you, you guys are just duped. You were duped. Just say it. You were duped. You thought that they were going to actually have him lose. I didn't. Because I looked he was going against. Like, who are you going against? June McIntyre? That's not good enough. But what's the reason why he's going to lose? He's in Wales? That's not good enough. Definitely already had somebody who was already... Paid to beat him. They don't want to lose Cody Rhodes. Seriously. Cody Rhodes has it in his contract. The only way like he 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 has to win. He has to win the belts. Or a belt. And so, yes, no, I do not like the fact that they incorporated another Uso as if we needed another fucking dumbass Uso. I'm sorry. I know your bloodline is, you got a lot of people in your bloodline. I don't give a fuck. I mean, only thing he's going to be is another placeholder anyway. That's what, like, shit, that's why I call him, I don't call him Solo, I don't give a fuck what his name is. To me, he is John Uso. To fit in with the rest. Jimmy J and John. Because that's exactly what he is. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Jimmy J and John Uso. Because <laughs> that's what I see him as. Because he's not that important. <laughs> he really ain't. He's just a placeholder. You know. He's coming in pretty late in the game. I don't know what they're going to do with him after the bloodline implodes. After, you know, WrestleMania. may they figure it out. Like, hey, we'll take care of it after then. If that's the case, then that's the case. Who cares? Yeah. Hey. But, Hey. None other than that, it's just Jimmy J and John Uso to me. <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to do that. I wanted to finally let you guys know why this happened, how this is going to be taken care of. want to let you know, like, don't be duped again because, again, he's still has the titles and they're still going to uh, eventually work it out for him to have another match so hey the next one he's in or the next one the bloodline is in I doubt the blood the uh, Jimmy and Jay uso being another one until they get this whole thing situated with you know Sami Zayn in the crew Sami Zayn and um uh, Kevin Owens, because truth be told, it's, you know, it takes some time to get stuff done like that. (laughs) So anyway, don't be duped again, (laughs) you know, don't be duped, allow for things to, you know, take his course. You already know when he's going to lose. So, allow for... Allow for it to happen. Come on. If you know when they going, when the person's going to lose a match, if you know it's going to be during WrestleMania, you say it all the time, allow it. Don't allow for WWE to dupe you. They got you guys to watch a match that was already a foregone conclusion since the beginning of the years. They announced Clash at the Castle. I mean, really. You guys are idiots. You know, I already knew what was going to happen. Like The only reason why I watched was because My fiance was here. Like I said, that's the only reason I would. Other than that, if you already know it's a foregone conclusion, don't watch the shit. Like I'm not. I'm not watching anything else. I'm gonna barely keep an eye on uh, Monday Night Raw, basically to, you know, see Braun Strowman, who should be coming back, should be, again, because he signed a contract and all that shit. But real truthfully, like that's really it. it, ain't nothing really going on like today nothing really going on you can check a little bit you know here and there but as of right now what are you really interested in watching this Monday for nothing there really isn't (laughs) there really isn't there really isn't anything So, if you don't watch it, don't. Again, hey, guess what? It's football time. You know, if I'm correct, the thing is this Thursday, you know, this Thursday, I think it's football, the the game, first game of of the year, so Thursday, you got something to watch. Next Monday, guess what? You know, it'd be... You know, Monday night football already. Sunday already, this Sunday, is the first slate of games. Hey! Did Trader say the first slate of games is coming on this Sunday? Yeah, it's football time. Get your ass over there and turn on some football. Seriously. Turn on some football. On Wednesday, watch AEW Dynamite. You can watch some NXT on Tuesday. Right? So you have Tuesday. You have Wednesday. Yep, I, I was right. The Bills and the Rams come on this Thursday. Beautiful. Got I just checked. Bills and the Rams this Thursday. So the first game of the year is the Bills and the Rams on Thursday. So you don't need to watch tonight, really. this It look in spurts. Maybe you see something. Maybe you don't. You know. Braun Strowman come back. That's pretty good. You know. After that. There's no need to really watch. Since Braun Strowman come back. He's noticed that. Okay. Yeah. After that. Okay. Because what the hell are you going to be looking for? But the fallout of, of. Damn. Clash at the Castle. What fallout? Yes, Bianca Belair was pinned by Bayley. Who didn't think that was going to happen? They had a feud already. They just fashioned it up. Okay. Dominic turned his back on his father. Okay. Because that's something you can look for. Because Edge and Ray actually beat Judgment Day. So they could close that door while having Dominic show up. And have a new feud with somebody, yeah, that could happen. That's something you can look for. That's it, that and Braun Strowman. But what else? What else are you looking for? We already know Riddle and Seth Rollins is gonna have a no disqualification match at Extreme Rules. Like I said already, as soon as you found out that Extreme Rules is happening, In October, you knew already that this match should have been postponed from SummerSlam and go all the way into Extreme rules. Seriously. But they didn't. They decided to have the match, uh, a match with Seth Rollins winning in a clean, you know, easy disqualification rules match where Riddle tried to use a cheer. Okay, sets up the whole no-disqualification match. Makes sense. But you don't need to see that. You already know the answer. <laughs> you already know the answer. Come on. You already know the answer. So what else? What the fuck else? Who Liv Morgan's next opponent may be? Maybe. But that's something you really look into. That may even, That's not even going to happen until Friday. Because she's on SmackDown. So What? Nothing. Nothing. Turn on, look a little bit and call it a day. Do like I do, turn in spurts. Other than that, <laughs> you don't need to watch nothing. That's why I say, hey, thank thank God football all the time. Because for a long time period. You pretty much now you gonna need to turn the channel to uh, Monday night. So you got your whole day, whole week started up for you. You got football on Sunday, football on Monday. Same starting next week. Literally, this this how it's gonna go. Football on Monday on Sunday, football on Monday. Then you have. Tuesday with NXT. If you like to watch something with WWE, anyway, then you have AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, football on Thursday. If you got, thank you. You may want might watch Friday Night SmackDown, and then you know Rampage, or just hey fuck it and just watch Rampage afterwards. Seriously, sat up pretty nicely. (laughs) But right now, if you're talking about wrestling, you don't have to watch WWE until April. Seriously. You don't have to watch WWE until April. May time. March, April, May time. Give me then, then I'll watch. But for the rest of the year, I'm not watching really. I'm not caring. I'll check the results on the on the WD page or some shit. Or maybe if it pops up on TikTok or pops up on you know Facebook or some shit. I'll talk about it. Other than that, you don't really need to watch. You're not missing anything. This isn't AEW. Where big things happen. Seriously. It ain't. Anyway, this is why I'm going to end this podcast. I must want to come here and gloat and tell you guys I was right. Don't forget to, you know, like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Don't forget to give me a five-star rating and, of course, support to the podcast. I'm available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The links to the support is on both. Just click on it. And as little as a dollar a month, is definitely beneficial. Later, guys.